0: And now, a word from our sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Well, first of all, it's free. And who doesn't love free? There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify,
1: Apple Podcasts, and many more.
0: And that way we can get closer to the bag. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So please download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you for listening. Welcome. This is the Ali Family Podcast, episode two. Thank you for joining us. The things that we like for our content that we like to look at content that we like to listen to and content that we like to create. Um, We're also talking a little bit more about just investments um, things that we've invested in physically but also the internal type of investments um, things that you'll feel better about but might not be the traditional investments that people think about. As always, we love to do business with Other black people that are doing it big in your industry, Um, we love to celebrate black excellence, celebrate black love.
1: So I guess every weekend we're watching some show. It was like, you know, the shy, insecure, ghost, was that called? Power book. Power book. None of those shows are currently on, but I think you know how Google spies on you or whatever. (laughs) It knows my interests, so. Every couple days, it'll tell me some updates. It's getting me really excited. I still don't know when the next seasons are going to start um, for all the shows, but I know they're like all currently filming now. So I know this is gonna be like Insecure's last final season, the fifth and final season. Um, And then after this, the creator of Insecure, Issa Rae, is going to go and make um, a show that's co-executive produced by the City Girls. It's about like two, two rappers, which they are. Um, I'm guessing it's going to be funny because Issa Rae usually puts out funny content. So I'm really looking forward to that. It's like, so maybe having this new show will sort of replace, you know, the spot that Insecure took up in my heart. So I'm excited about that.
0: There's a lot of good content out there, um, either black directed or black lead. So for me, I would have to say For Life has been really good just that story of telling about what a black man's experience had been, who had been wrongly, you know, if you've seen it already, I don't want to give you too much, but if you haven't, For Life, Mm -hmm. um, definitely check it out. Directed, written, black people, shout out to 50 Cent. He's doing his thing. Good team around him, so looking forward to more content coming from him. Um, I know there's a BMF series that's supposed to be also in the works with 50 Cent. So, a lot of things he's been touching has been working. What
1: does B.M.F. stand
0: for? Um, Black Mafia Family. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Big Meech. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, in addition to For Life, Snowfall has come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, John Singleton, R.I.P. Um, definitely a a man who shaped my view of blackness from the 90s. Like, all of the films that he put out really gave a really interesting perspective about like either what was happening out in LA or New York, or just gave a lot of rappers or R&B singers entrances into the acting game that previously weren't getting those opportunities and really turned them into superstars, Um, whether you're talking Ice Cube, Tyrese Gibson, Janet Jackson, and the list goes on. That's just to name a few off the top tupac yeah r.i.p tupac mm-hmm. big shout out so far it's been good can't really tell any drop off from the previous season so that's really exciting mm-hmm. if we got to show support uh so more black stories can continue to be told yeah that's that's where i'm into right now nice
1: and i know i guess speaking of black content there's some black movies that we've
0: been waiting for what well, we were waiting for all of
1: 2020 that are finally coming out
0: very soon yes big facts so we got judas and the black messiah mm-hmm. haven't seen it yet I know. but the soundtrack is fire nipsey hustle jay-z that track is living that track is uh, riding to that, that mm-hmm. that's on point
1: the Nas track was good too
0: the Nas track was like good too. too i like that the day when it came out, but mm. more so have still been listening to the the Nipsey Hustle and Jay-Z more. So that's that's been staying with me. I think coming to America is coming soon. Yes. Depending when you see this, mm-hmm. it may be out already or it may be coming, but mm. it's coming mm-hmm. in March, the first yeah. week of March. So mm-hmm. excited about that. Looking forward to Respect. Respect, yes. for it's sure. There's another singer that has a story out. If you have Hulu, Billie Holiday has something that's out. Mm-hmm. And that's looking like it's going to be really good, too. So worth checking out. I think it was skillfully strategized by all of these streaming companies to have a lot of this coming out during Black History Month, mm-hmm. which I'm not mad at. But I just want to make sure that these this content continues to come out throughout the year. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll keep our eyes out. There have been some good things that, have um, been in the works, got pushed back a little bit. So I know uh, Candyman is one that a lot of people were looking forward to seeing. I think Jordan Peele had something to do with that. So that should be pretty good. And yeah, there's a few more. So we'll more to come.
1: Yeah. You mentioned like Black History Month. You thought it was a good um, strategy for a lot of these to come out during Black History Month. Speaking of Black History Month, a lot of people are like, well, why is it just a month? Or we should be celebrating Black History 365. You see sort of those sound bites out there. Do you feel a certain way?
0: I mean, our channel is about celebrating Black Excellence 365. So yes. always going to be celebrating all things Black Excellence. Mm-hmm. But as far as the month goes, people need to do their research. It was specifically set this month for some very specific reasons. Mm-hmm. I'll just say do your research. It started off as a week, progressed to a month. This month, like I said, was chosen for the purpose of African-Americans and some of the accomplishments that were made in America. For me, when I think of Black History Month, I think of it more as just awareness, like Black history awareness and making sure that it's celebrated and made known. If you look at a calendar and you just search Awareness Month, you'll see January, February, March, April, they all they all have one. So all I'm saying is I think we also deserve one. But for sure, there's pride that we have all throughout the year. And I don't think February should be the only month that we take pride in who we are. Um, just like all of those other awareness months, those people are themselves throughout the year. But it does help to spread awareness. Um, so I think it needs to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's people who want to be very contrarian or playing devil's advocate, but if anything we should be moving to way where we're looking at ways that we can engage even more and talk about our issues more, but keep the month.
1: I agree. I think it's, you know, at least helps people become more aware of things in history that black people have done have contributed to and for people to be able to um put a face or a name with like the invention or the discovery. Yeah, we
0: built this country. We did. So you yes. need ours. Give us mm-hmm. ours. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> we also look at the respect that we give everyone else when it comes to honoring different contributions that have been made, whether it's historically civil rights, whether it's amendments, all of that comes from the constitution. Mm-hmm. So people always respect the people that contributed towards that or your presidents or all of their history i think it's equally f- for us to be able to talk about our history and continue the legacy that our ancestors did fight for to make sure that we had this month and more like we're not going to just be okay and march comes and now it's back to just all types of craziness 24 7. we're going to still have that pride in who we are. That needs to happen more. So I agree with people who say that. Like don't let March come and then just be back to nothing. Mm-hmm. Continue to spread that awareness. Absolutely. So I think just talking about blackness and our generational experiences of ancestors and people that have really put in a lot of work There's work on both sides. There's work that people have put on on the civil side, and there's also the wealth, the money, and generational wealth is equally as important. So just like I want to have the right to vote, I also want to have the right to create any type of investment that anyone else would have the opportunity to. And we are just starting to get a lot of that information now just because the internet big time technology phones is making a lot of that information that previously was held from us and it's making us more aware of it because I know we're not learning it in school. Like they're not teaching us about the stock market, 401ks, the difference between a Roth IRA and the difference between a regular 401k. And then also just the benefit of compound interest and the benefit of starting that as early as possible versus waiting until I was in my late twenties, which is still cool. Um I doing it is a great start. So once you make those starts, your money's working for you. But just a lot of that information, even about having children, talking about different types of accounts that you can open on behalf of your your child to make sure that they're set up and that compound interest is working for them. So when we talk about investing I guess it is changing very quickly, just the different things that you want to invest in. I I don't give investment advice. You know, I'm not a certified financial, taking classes in college, but, you know, it's not my trade. So when it does come to that, I always think about just the information and learning. I Really have to put a lot of hours into it. I think before I make any investment, I try to at least put... A weeks worth of hours into it before I put any money into it so stocks have become a lot more popular because of what's happened with GameStop so a lot more young people I'm hearing to invest now which is good we need our young people to get into it just the way they get into playing basketball or playing sports games or just video games so if we can get young people into investing that's a game changer but just the education behind it is crucial because it changes so fast. So you can be talking about stocks, even just within stocks. Before moving from stocks, you have individual stocks. Then you have some people like ETFs, mm-hmm. which are a little more safe. Um, I guess the difference between it, just to kind of give a quick breakdown, individual stocks might just be Apple. Like I want to buy some Apple products, but. It's more risky because if something good happens to Apple, right, it goes up. But if something bad goes, it goes down. And there's no additional protection around that stock. Whereas an ETF gives you more stocks within that same industry. So within Apple, you might also have something that gives you Microsoft and something else that gives you Cash App or Facebook or Google or Amazon, right? So just a little more additional protections around your your stock. We have a good amount of both. Um, we do have some individual options of um, stocks that we have, but we have some ETFs, so that's just stocks. And there's even more that you can get into stocks, but just with the world that we're living in and being virtual, there's a lot that's happening with blockchain right now. There's a lot that's happening with sports cards. You name the sport, it's hot basketball soccer football um, sneakers there's a sneaker market you can spend 160 and that 160 can get turned into 500 pretty easily it's harder to get sneakers now because we are virtual so I think a lot of the people that used to be in the sneaker game are switching to the cards game Uh, people like myself I I throw myself (laughs) out there so I have been um, getting more into cards. Uh, I I was into cards when I was younger, and it's something that I kind of just got back into, so more to be talked about there. But even on top of that, it's really just about finding a balance of doing something that you're putting your money into, doing the research, being happy about it. You can't let this stress you out because it's easy to get stressed out. like It's easy to be on your phone, just looking up and down, checking, checking, Just mental health, it goes hand in hand with investing. So I just look at it like I invest in the things that I like. If I use them, it just doesn't have to be something that I hear somebody talking about and it's making money. So I'm going to just put myself into it. Like I need a better understanding of it. I need it to make sense where it's looking like my life can understand it and see the relevance of it. So just as far as investing goes, Mm -hmm. like, what do you think?
1: Um, well, I feel like it's important for for me to like invest in my future. So like working for a company, invest in your um, retirement plan. Now, a lot of companies will match what you contribute to your retirement, a certain percentage. So that's super important. I mean, from finance background, be informed that, you know, you should have X percentage amount of your salary saved by the time you're this age. There are charts out there online. Um, You can go out and look up, if I want to retire at X age, how much should I be saving for my retirement each month? You want to make sure that you're setting yourself up because if you're working at a company and not working for yourself and you can't um, rely on the fact that your money will continue to grow, Or if you don't become sort of independently wealthy, you'll need sort of nesting or whatever to make sure you're set up for the future. And um, if you fit that description, then you should be contributing to some sort of retirement account regularly so that by the time you retire, you you don't have to worry about how your living expenses will be covered.
0: True. Even if you're an entrepreneur or even if you're not working at a place that has a 401k, you can Go to any bank and open up IRA account. And mm-hmm. you don't have to have a company making any contributions. Better to probably get it set up as early as possible. Like Just understanding compound interest and how much it grows exponentially. Mm-hmm. That's the best thing that you can really do to set yourself mm-hmm. up to have a million dollars when you're retired. It's really easy if you start in your teens or your early 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, So if you're a working person, nine to five, right? That's how people say it. Mm -hmm. So if you have a nine to five, 100%, take advantage of your company's 401k plan and make sure that you you get that match, Mm -hmm. whatever percentage you need to get the match, put that in at least, but also have your individual account because one thing that always happens is we're not going to be at the same job for like 30 years. And when you leave, you wanna make sure that you have something that you can roll that into. Or if you don't, you know, if you like the company's option, you can keep it and just manage that yourself. But if not, it's always good to have something to roll it into, just as an option. But also, if you're an entrepreneur and you're just making your money, you can still have an IRA account with your bank and making sure that before you're putting the money from your profit, into anything you're putting a portion of that into your account. They just up the amount that you can put in annually for a Roth this year. So each year you can put up to um before last year it was about 5,500. Um I think this year 6500 you can put in um which will grow and that's money that'll once we're talking about again compound interest and it's it's, it's not being taxed. So just something to make sure that I um, want to reach out to all of my entrepreneurs. like The same way that you're, you make your money, you reinvest that money back into your business, but also making sure that you're putting some of that money into an IRA. And whatever bank you choose, is it's up to you. It, they're all really great. But just you know something to look at uh, because unfortunately, some of us don't think about it until we have the job that kind of sets it up for us. hmm
1: for sure. That was me.
0: I didn't have my um. I didn't. I didn't have a four hundred one k until I got a job that told me about it, and I missed a good five years of opportunity to have some money just growing. But that's the generational information, you know. Mm-hmm. You we know, don't. That's not the information that our parents tell us. You know, when you turn X age, set this count up for you, mm-hmm. and just put in X amount of money in it each year, and just don't touch it, and see what happens twenty years.
1: That's, that's literally like investing in yourself and True. people nowadays we talk about, you know, investing in yourself and it's met sort of not, not quite financially, like building up your accounts, like investing in your, your being. What are some ways that in the past you've invested in yourself and you enjoyed the dividends And what are some ways that you are currently doing that what are some ways you want to do that in the future
0: it's a good question thank you i'm gonna make i'm actually right back so make sure Uh you're ready uh currently i'm putting a lot of time into understanding non-fungible tokens i think that's the most recent thing i've started to do some research into nfts a lot of people just say nfts for short but it's it lives on the blockchain So, once people start talking about blockchain and cryptocurrency, it's really just expanding into a lot of other areas. And it's kind of crossing into other areas that I was already interested in. So, like I mentioned, um, I was doing a lot of research in the sports cards and really trying to understand that more and found some ways to monetize a childhood hobby of mine. So, I collected sports cards when I was like five years old and probably until I was about 14 and just kind of found my collection after seeing some information online. And it's worth thousands of dollars if I've been able to just understand more about how things are by putting research into it. And honestly, I thought it was, I didn't think it would ever be worth anything. I thought it was just something I was going to collect as a child and bring me fun. So that's something that's been paying off to continue about some things that have paid off. College, honestly, I, has probably been the biggest return for me not that i've used my degree for any of the work that i'm doing right now um, but it has opened the doors for me to really get some more opportunities for work and also the networking like people that i've met in college some people i've been able to maintain some relationships with um, not as much that i would want to but definitely through social media and I think the biggest thing that I put a lot of time into is just self-care mentally, just making sure that I make time each day to mentally prep for the day downtime for myself where I just visualize really positive and happy things. Mm -hmm. Um, Small stuff, but just trying to find that time within each day to just take some time for mental health, Um, especially With the amount of traumatic things that continue to happen, and the amount of help that a lot of our people within the community need, can't really help anyone if my mental health isn't where it needs to be. So those have really been good, um, paying off good dividends for me. What about you?
1: In the past, what I've done um, that I thought was really good for me, just being um, more active exercising, all that stuff, and um, getting back to it more recently, so that's good. Man, so I'm in this Bible app, and the Bible is wild, man. I mean, I remember, like, these, like, Bible stories or whatever, but, like, now I have, like, my AirPods in, you know, and I'll listen to, like, books of the Bible. It's just, it's very entertaining, you know, <laughs> to say the least, so um, I feel like just having spiritual investment spiritual investment and having those um stories sort of like in my bag or whatever um those are those are good and um another cool thing is that i'm very entertained by the current books that i'm on right now and the future things that i hope to do is continue on the active trajectory yeah that's
0: it another connection of some things that i do for my mental health Um, listening to music it'll get you in the mood that you need to be in you know there's so much historically great music from our community where we can just kind of go in and tap into some of those things i think you were mentioning um lauren hill's um, she just had a recent achievement.
1: Yes. Yeah. So, you know, her album, The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill, which was the soundtrack to
0: classic
1: middle school or high school, whenever that was my soundtrack to my life, man, for years. Still, still bumps today. Absolutely. It's, it's 20 years old, like this year. And it went 10 times platinum, which means it's diamond, which no other female rap artist has done. Um, so that's history making, I mean, she's the greatest ever, you know, we can debate I'm a fan. Um, the greatest,
0: (laughs) what, what category are you saying? Everything. She's
1: great. Um,
0: greatest woman? No. Or just overall the greatest artist? I want to, I want clarity. What do you say? Oh my gosh, man. Um,
1: certainly the greatest female rapper point blank period. Okay. She's a great writer. She sings very well. She's the best. She's she's in like another category.
0: I put her in my top fifteen, but that's another that's another podcast. That's another podcast. Okay, yes. Body of work. It's all about body of work.
1: Okay, it's all about skill level. Like you can drop one magnificent album that you know.
0: But Ten times platinum does speak for itself. It that's, does. That's pretty up there. Mm-hmm. That's that's high. It is. I, I do wonder, it would be pretty cool if Lauren Hill saw this. Like, we are definitely giving you a lot of love. Yes, There's artists more recently, like Teana Taylor. I know that's been really giving Lauren Hill a lot of love. Mm-hmm. Kanye West, I know he's been putting on a lot of love for her. So, you know, we just want you in good health. We want to see just family being well. You know, if you never put out another body of music, you're still in the tops. So Absolutely. definitely appreciate the contributions that Lauren Hill has made to the, to the music community. Yeah. Speaking of music, it does make me think there really hasn't been a lot of music, not even just this year, just towards from the summer to now, there's really... So it depends which category of music you like. If you like R&B, I would say there's probably been a little more good R&B that's come out this year, for sure, and last year. Not a lot, but if you're an R&B person and you're in a place in your life where you can appreciate R&B, then I would say in, it, the time is good for it. And I have a theory about where when you can appreciate R&B. Say more. But that's another podcast. Okay. Um, but if you're a person uh, like me who hip-hop is the primary music that you like and enjoy and listen to, you got to admit, it's been pretty quiet. Like, when you're talking about the big dogs, right, and not just to be a commercial, like, I know there's more rap than just commercial releases, but for me, when I think about Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, Jay-Z, Drake, Man, I've been waiting on this Drake album for months. That's mm-hmm. the thing was supposed to come. Then it didn't come. Then it was supposed to come. Then it didn't come. And people having secret dates and won't drop. And <laughs> it's, I think, the best. Um, I think we might have talked a little bit about some of our musical tastes. But even last year, trying to think of a top ten. There wasn't really a strong ten. Like there was a strong five. And even like now that I'll go back and listen to more. But even now, I'm I'm still going back to music from listening to Nipsey, Victory Lap, like that still gets a lot of play. A lot of Jay-Z. Um The Judas and the Black Messiah soundtrack pretty much has been the best release overall sonically for me this year. I know Lil Durk has been putting out a lot of stuff consistently. So he's been, he's a candidate for most improved this year. If he continues with the the releases and continues with the body of work, I do see the growth and improvement in what he's putting out. Um, but yeah, maybe besides Lil Durk and Judas and the Black Messiah, I can't really tell you what's dropped this year in hip hop that I'm excited about. Um, there's some up and coming people, some people that are on the radar. You know, people that maybe December will look back and say, "Okay, that person did something." I know there's some up and coming people, so I do want to respect the up and comers. I know there's a rapper Pusha T. Um, he really had a great song on the. Judas and Black Messiah soundtrack is called No No Profanity. No Profanity. Very, very good song, worth listening to. Hmm. There's some M V P candidates that soundtrack might be having a fire year this year. So I think I wanna see what Hip Boy's cooking up. He made a lot of good collabs last year with some different rappers that I really enjoyed. So if this is what he's starting the year off with, it could be really good. But yeah, I don't know. Um, I think artists, they might just be waiting until the whole world is outside. So maybe they're waiting until the summer for a release. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But we um, hey, drop it. We, we'll appreciate it and listen to it. it kind of gets us into the conversation of just how technology is just making it easier to just have a virtual experience. Like we're all YouTube, you know, that's really getting into different platforms, whether it's Listening, watching, I know for me, I actually like to listen to YouTube more than I like to watch it. I know it's funny, but I don't watch YouTube videos. I literally play and then I'll scroll up and just read the comments or I'll just hear the video and be doing other stuff. So just virtual experiences are based on the individual. Um, But for content, that's a different thing because from this side of it, we're not thinking about just watching it. We're thinking about just the creation perspective. So I do hope that people are watching <laughs> <laughs> and not just scrolling and listening to the comments. So I, I might think about that differently now that I'm more so on this side of it and thinking about all of the things that you try to put into it. Um, I think besides YouTube, we do also put some content out on Instagram one Ali Family19 mm-hmm. on Instagram. It's worth checking out. I believe it's also in our banner on our homepage. Besides YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, are, we have the same name on Twitter? What do you like for your best social media platform?
1: Hmm. Okay. I think I use the different platforms for different things. Okay, so I'm thinking about like Facebook right now. Um, I used to use it just to keep up with my people. But now I really just use it for the different Facebook groups I'm a part of, like, you know, cooking and, you know, women's group or whatever. True. There's Black, a lot of good groups just on Just that. Facebook. So I, I really just, I go onto Facebook, and I look at what's the latest um, posts within the groups that I'm a part of. So that's mainly what I use Facebook for. For um, Instagram, I, we create content on Instagram and I like the thought that we put into it so that part of it is fun and then I also just like scrolling through through pictures and short videos like like different um, categories of interest you know if you look at the same types of things a certain um, amount of times then it'll pop
0: up Um, in the search in the search category on Instagram yes Um, so I
1: enjoy just looking at that a lot (laughs) Um, similarly Everything's on Pinterest. Oh, my goodness. Recipes, um, ideas about outfits, hairstyles, sort of health things, list of the top 10 foods to help with XYZ. So what would you say
0: your top three are? Like your top three social media platforms? Oh. Because there's a lot. We could spend this whole thing talking about them.
1: Well, YouTube. Because even even in the days when I didn't, like... (laughs) really watch TV. I, I kind of watch TV on YouTube. <laughs> can True. find anything on YouTube. Um, so that that occupied like a lot of my time just looking on, on YouTube. That's definitely in the top three. Um, I guess now Instagram is also in the top three mm. because of the reasons I mentioned. And the third, only three, probably Pinterest. Mm. I've, I've used it so much. And Facebook is probably close fourth because of the groups Hmm. did you already rate yours in my my head yeah i have Oh, okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) i have a top two i don't really have three so for me just instagram and youtube honestly Mm -hmm. facebook to me you know kind of just to tie back to the point i made earlier about maintaining my mental health Mm mm-hmm Facebook is not a place that is beneficial for my mental health. I agree. Um, So Mm -hmm. just because it's a little bit more than I can control and just the way that comments are and just the – it's just a lot of different variables for me that I like to um, have a little more control of. Mm -hmm. So I love Instagram for that because you really can control the content just based off of who you're following, who's following you. Mm -hmm kind of curates your experience. Um, We do put a lot of thought into just putting in something that's going to be uplifting and something beneficial for our people, you know, something that is going to give you some motivation, something that's going to put a smile on your face, something that's just going to make you think, maybe give you some value that looks at, you might not even get it when you first look at it. It might hit you. A little minute later and you just realize like okay yeah let me share that that was cool so we just kind of try to think about that and just creating a brand and just like a a media platform across all boards that is really just consistently just celebrating us like and not just us i'm saying all of us like Mm -hmm. we want all black people to win you know we, we definitely push that message and it's easier And I think more efficient to push through Instagram and YouTube. But if I had to choose a three, I'm curious about Clubhouse. I don't have enough information right now to say that it's in my top three. But Clubhouse has some things in it that really work. And I see some other apps really even starting to adapt now. Um, I think. Facebook and Twitter I actually, like, adopting some of the audio functions that Clubhouse offers. Um, but, yeah, Twitter doesn't really do it for me. Facebook doesn't really do it for me. So, yeah, for me, it's just Instagram and YouTube. Um, if I'm not there, I'm not on social media. We tried TikTok. We have, like, one follower on TikTok. That's okay. <laughs> thank
1: you for following. Hey, thank you, one <laughs>
0: follower on TikTok. Yes. Um, you know, if you want to check out our TikTok, same t- same name everywhere when mm-hmm. Ali family 19 yes. so we're gonna start to play around with some shorts we're gonna start to play around with some reels so i could be some ways to just collaborate and push some more content towards um tiktok but yeah i i don't get it and i don't really <laughs> spend a lot of time trying to understand it so hey if you if you have some tiktok tips put them in the comments. It's It's definitely an area that we can grow and do a better job with. But YouTube is fun. Instagram is fun. Um, I think Versus, for me, has made Instagram a little fun. Mm -hmm. Um, Looking forward to see what Versus does now that the world is a little more open now. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Every episode, we're trying to do different things to highlight different Black businesses. So this, this shirt was made by a local black entrepreneur definitely some really good black businesses out there and if if you're one of them you know if you're a person that is doing something that we can highlight and we can share and collaborate with definitely reach out to us we kind of just introduced some more spaces into our visuals so you know if you're a bigger company and you want to just learn more about what we're doing definitely reach out to us But yeah, thank you for listening to us. Um, You've been listening to the Ali Family Podcast Episode 2.